welcome to the Top Order Podcast. It's penultimate week in the IPL. We're going to talk a finals preview as well. RCB's Faf and Coley went on and on like a train, but couldn't make the final four. CSK with Conway and Giswell at the top of the order make the final four. GT are still supreme. And we're going to talk Shami, Rashid and the Mumbai Indians all coming up on the IPL Top Order Podcast penultimate week and finals preview. Stay tuned. Well, boys, it is the penultimate week. We're almost at the end of the tournament. We, I think, have got to call out the elephant in the room. At the start of the tournament, 16 possible predictions in terms of our final fours. The Top Order podcast scored six out of 16. So three of us had GT in our final four. Three of us had the Mumbai Indians in our final four. None of us had CSK or LSG in our in our final four predictions. Did, did we all have Rajasthan? I think that's probably a big yeah. factor in our yeah yeah. We, been the blow. Look, we all we all had Rajasthan. The the bad news to the left hand side of the table, boys, oh. is that Baldy is the only one really uh, in the mix in terms of a, in terms of a, a winner. Um, I think for the for the tournament. So um, we've obviously got the Gujarat Titans in there, but Baldy's picked Mumbai Indians to win. Um, I don't think any of else of us have still got a, a runner and rider. I went for the Royals. Stu, you went for the Sunrisers, and, and Raj, you went for the Royals as well. So um, whilst obviously there's still four teams that can win it, Baldy's the only one that can redeem himself with You're with, with predictions. I, I want to push back slightly on that for the for the listeners and, and watchers now that. I think we did well in apart from the Sunrisers, which is obviously my massive fail of the of the season. I think we did reasonably well in terms of the teams we didn't think would do well. Mm. I think that at least the sides that we thought were going to do well, the Rajasthans, RCB, those sides were in the mix until the final day of the season, until the final over of the round robin. So I think in that sense, you know, we've got to give ourselves a, a little bit of credit and that probably leads into to that final day drama of the, the round robin. Yeah, so where do we want to start? I guess with probably not talking about every team that's been eliminated, but um, I think we've got we've probably got to start with RCB, haven't we? The two top run scorers in the tournament so far, Faf Duplessis um, and Virat. So I think Faf seven hundred and thirty runs at fifty six, a strike rate over one hundred and fifty. Virat Kohli six hundred and thirty nine runs at uh, fifty three, a strike rate just a tick under one hundred and forty. He's come out in the press and said that, you know, people questioning his T20 form, he thinks he's in the best T20 form of his of his life. But look, I, I guess they probably just didn't have the backup with the with the bowling through the course of the tournament, did they? Yeah, I, look, that is the obvious point there is the bowling has, um, has let them down. But just looking back historically on RCB, they've had the Chris Gales, the AB de Villiers, the Fafs, the Coleys, and it's always been, oh, they haven't lived up to their potential with the bat. That is completely not the case here, and yeah. that is not the reason that they, you know, everyone's saying that's why they're not winning tournaments because they haven't executed with the bat. These guys went out there and executed to the fullest, um, and they just did not have any bowling support at all. Feels like such a wasted season, doesn't it, for RCB to to get all that production out of your two premier batters? You've had, you know, various other people stand up at different times over the course of the tournament, but just not often enough and not enough contributions to get them over the line in. You know, let's face it, one game is is the difference between being in the final four for this team and, and being looking at what is, I think, probably a letdown season for them. And the, probably the 
biggest thing as well is the, the way that they've lost those games. They've mm. lost them quite convincingly. Mm. Even scoring in the high 100s or even the, the 200s, it hasn't even been close sometimes. Mm-hmm. They've just canted home the opposition. I think let's. I think we probably should spend a few minutes talking about Verrett because I think we do kind of make fun of him and I think we hold him up to, like the, all the great players, you hold them up to such a high standard that basically if they're not delivering on their absolute potential, you're already kind of trying to pick holes in them. Well, we've done that for the last three years, yeah, effectively, because, right? Because they're so, they're so good. But, you know, back-to-back hundreds at the crunch time of the season when it mattered the most... And it's, he's just so good to watch when he's in form. I mean, yeah, like I said, we, we pick holes at him sometimes, but some of the shots he played in those 200s that he scored, just fantastic. Yeah, I mean, even if you just look at the the kind of broad statistics, eight scores in the tournament out of 14 games, six 50s and a couple of hundreds, mm-hmm. you'd, you'd take that as a 2020 player because your failure rate is so high, isn't it? Mm. So, you know, we talked about it earlier in the season, the amount of people averaging over 50, you know, is, is, is pretty phenomenal, really, for a tournament of 14 games. Um, and even, you know, we, we talked about sort of, you know, someone like McCullum averaging around about 30 in T20 cricket. That was a really good benchmark. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think when we come to look at uh, GT, only Shubman Gill, I think, is in the the top ten batters. I mean, let let's be honest, he's you know he's going pretty well, six hundred and eighty yeah. runs, uh, and then he's got three or four guys, Panja, um, I think Saha, and yeah, one other that are David all, Miller must be uh, Miller's maybe up not. there, but, but he's more um, of the impact, doesn't he? Yeah, and and then I think you know all of those guys are sort of two hundred and eighty, two hundred and ninety runs, um, averaging between twenty eight and, and and sort of forty. So it just shows the class of Duplessis and 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 Coley with that. Yeah, a couple of hundreds and, and a pretty good strike rate right I don't think we can on the basis of that whole portion of work criticise a guy that's you know struck at 140 nearly through the tournament with, with the average that he's put up Raj, I mean, you 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 love him to pieces, don't you? <laughs> sure, yeah, no, I love him to pieces. I just love watching him when he's in form. He yeah, just yeah. looks absolutely supreme, and he did that. And the other, if we're just gonna keep going back to this, he had Faf. Faf scored more runs than him yeah. in the tournament. Um, it's it's yeah. Look, I just love watching him when he's in form. I think that he has got to have silenced a few of his critics. Mm. Um, and you know, hopefully, we'll see him. Uh, excel uh, on the world stage at the sure, world it's been, sure, it's been very quiet in this analysis of Virat. Uh, oh, I just, no, I, I, heavy, I, heavily criticised by Stu on this podcast. No, like I said before, he's, he's been fantastic. And I, I think you, um, you know, like, I don't think we need to talk too much more about him. And I want to pick up on what you said about lost season because I think the exact same thing applies to, to Rajasthan and mm-hmm. that, you know, like. It was perfectly set up on that final day. Three teams still in the mix for yep. that final setup. Mumbai playing against the the bottom side. My you know failure of the season. The Sunrisers they go out and win that game. Cam Green. We might get to to his performance in a in a little while. But then you have R, R, RCB and and Gujarat going. You know goes to the final over they pile on two hundred. But Rajasthan's sitting there going well. You know if we could have won we could have been in these games if both of those two teams had lost if Mumbai had lost and even they must be sitting there thinking one no ball like yeah. one no ball you know Sharma doesn't bowl that no ball mm. and it's and they're in the finals and I mean for a side that are looking I mean we p- picked on them last week really piled on how ridiculous it was that they're not in there with, with all of the performances they've got the Jaiswell season that they've got um, the Chahal season that they've got, the you know the the really big performers, 
it just hasn't come together and, and yeah they're going to look back and, and I think I think they should probably look back even more disappointed than RCB yeah I was going to ask what f- for us around the table who's had the biggest letdown of a season has it been RCB failing to make the finals again or has it been Rajasthan who four weeks ago were riding high and looked like they were an absolute lock to make the finals even more so than Gujarat you know two three weeks ago and now have fallen away so badly that they've missed the, the final four altogether well, De- Delhi's also got got a horse in that race as well. Mm-hmm. The, the, yep. the Capitals yep. were very poor to start the uh, start the comp. But uh, look, I think that this is the beauty of the OPL that we picked these. You know, we've got informed opinions, and we just got them completely wrong. Apart from you, you're still in the in the race Barely. for the actual championship. Barely. But, yeah. Yeah, Rajasthan is the, is the biggest disappointment. We all had them, you know, in our final four. I think, yeah, as we said, a couple of us had them to win the tournament. Mm. They had a, you know, an embarrassment of overseas riches to go with some gun Indian players, Sanju Sampson, um, and 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 others as well. But I just wonder whether or not they always got their combinations right. Um, it kind of got late into the season. They started to bring Joe Root in. I, I don't think really with a, an idea of what role he was gonna mm. gonna play. He only got one, yeah, one hit. I yeah, think it was almost like they brought him in because they were going so well. They're like, oh yeah, we can have some fun now, and we can bring in Joe Root, give him an opportunity. Yeah. You know, rest Trent Bolt, all those kind of things, and then suddenly lost a couple of the games, fell and, off completely, and yeah. it's really hard to get that momentum back in. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's tricky. Yeah, and, and look, I think that was about the combinations that they had, didn't they? Really, with you know, Joss. Butler, Root, Shimmer and Hetmeyer, um, you know, they'd got, you know, a number of players that were, you know, fulfilling a, a batting role. Um, Padakal didn't really get going either. Uh, he had a really good season last year, didn't he? Um, uh, you know, his stats are better than, you know, our stats would have been, um, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think probably, yeah, disappointing from his perspective, he didn't kick on from last year. Um, and I think, you know, as we maybe talk about um, the Indian players that have raised their stock throughout the uh, course of this tournament from an India selection perspective mm. he's probably come back in the pecking order and guys like you know Rinku Singh who I'm sure will come on to have, have kind of gone up in the, in the pecking order as well why don't we talk a little bit about some of the teams that actually have made it to the, these semi-finals or yeah. playoffs or whatever they're called I think your, your point about RCB as well and that they weren't balanced it's very clear to me that these top two sides, at least, are the most balanced in this comp, the GT and, and CSK. I actually had a bit of a back and forth with someone on... Uh, well, and you're disputing me. You don't no, think so? No, I'm, I'm just curious about where the balance comes from in the CSK batting because it, it's every time I tune into either this podcast or any of the New Zealand news media, Devin Conroy's won another game for CSK and, well, and made all the runs. I mean, like, clearly he... That, that's a little bit more about the New Zealand oh, media, okay, right, isn't okay. it? I mean, don't get me wrong, he's had a great tournament, but, you know, the, the, the leading story Tuesday morning was that Ryan Fox had finished 27th in the 16th, PGA. 26th, 23rd, I think. Oh, yeah. well, there we go. <laughs> well, See, no, but, none of us know. But, 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 but anyway, he didn't win it, and right. he certainly wasn't in the top 10. And yeah, right. it, was, it was the the sports headline, and that's no disrespect to Ryan Fox. No, he's, like, having oh, oh, he's having a really, really good year. Um but yeah, I, I, yeah, keen keen to get into this board because you know Lippy's cast some shade at you there in terms of no, your. Well, well, someone actually, I had a bit of a back and forth with someone on Reddit about this because I said the same thing about CSK and that I really think they're an enormously balanced side. And and someone was like, no, not balanced at all. But you run through that batting lineup. They've got Conway and Guy Quad. Then you go through the rest of their players. There's 
They've got all-rounders all the way through, right? They've got Jadeja, Moeen Ali. They've got Doni. They've got Dubai. Um, Dubai. They've got Rahane, who's been awesome. Yeah, Dishpande. Dishpande yeah. bowling. They've I got Patirana. They've got a little bit tongue-in-cheek. They've kind of got spin right. covered. They've got seam covered. They've, if you look, if you look at things from my point of view, they've got every box ticked. And actually, in terms of the batting lineup, it's become very clear over the last few years that we've been starting to pay more attention to this. It's all about your openers, right? I mean, it's all about your openers and your finishers. Your middle order, you yes, they do, you know, contribute throughout the tournament at various points. But if you've got a supreme openers, like you look at this tournament, we've got Faf and Virat, we've got Conway and Gaikwad, Butler, Jaiswal, Shubman Gill and anyone basically, but Sahar did pretty well, Rohit and Ishan Kishan. Like they're your five, six best teams, and they're all there. Like they're the teams that you look at and you go, those opening pairs are awesome. Mm. You look at the rest of the comp and you go, oh, I don't like these guys are not recognised players or they're not players that are performing at a consistent level. So, yeah, I think they tick all the boxes and and that's why they're there. Yeah, I, I guess the only you know the only worry they have chopped and changed a little bit with that batting order. You know, Moen Ali's coming up the order on occasions. Uh, Doni's done what Doni does. He decides whether he wants to bat three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, or nine. Probably he's. Yeah, he's not he open. He wants to it. face four balls now and hit two of them for six, doesn't he? Well, yeah, I, mean, I don't know what his strike rate is, but it would be over 150, I would Pretty have thought, good. throughout the, the course of the tournament. It's 190, but, I think. 190.74, he's third, so after I, Rashid Khan and David Visa. So, as I said, over 150. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I, I think in terms of them making the, yeah, I guess, what I think it's the qualifier and the eliminator. Um, so, you know, I, I just, they've got two bites of the cherry, haven't they? Um, sort of obviously from that game, which is which is really good and, and deservedly so. It's whether or not some of those guys that maybe haven't had a hit throughout the course of the tournament, if they do lose it, you know, a couple of polls, then, you know, there's a little bit of pressure on those guys that are coming in in those middle order, uh, middle order roles. And, and then obviously, you know, finishing is a bit of a lottery, isn't it? Um, you, you could go... Uh, 28 off seven like Glenn Maxwell uh, sorry Glenn Phillips did a couple of times throughout the tournament mm. um, or you know you could hit your first you ball first straight ball, down yeah. long, long on stroke couldn't you and, that, and that's the way that, that it's going to go but they, they've certainly been quality at the top of the order that that uh, that partnership and yeah Conway just yeah has looked world class all throughout the tournament Oh, it's a, it's a real treat I guess of the IPL that you wake up in the morning and uh, can watch Devin Conway smashing it all over all parts of the, the ground and Almost with regularity throughout this tournament, he so. has been amazingly consistent. It feel it, honestly, I, I was tongue in cheek before, but it feels like that he has performed ten out of fourteen games for CSK and and played a, a significant innings of of note. Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, me and Raj could sit here for. Mm. Do, do we want to spend another fifteen minutes Talking on Conway? It's up to, up to you guys. We could do it if we Should want. We, we could on. talk about the consistency just, of his whole international career. We could we just sum it up with he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he, he's he's very very good. Yeah, yeah. very very good. Um, I think, Gone Raj? I was going to say, well, if you're going down the same line, I was going to switch to Gujarat. I, I was just going to say um, on CSK, I think, mm. um, and you know, we're going to talk about Gujarat, and I think we'll definitely talk about their bowlers throughout the course of it, mm. as well as uh, Shubman Gill and, and his supporting cast. But Ravi Jadeja as well, like, you know, we've not really talked massively no. about bowlers throughout the course of this tournament. Uh, 17 wickets at 22, economy rate under eights in this tournament. Um, he's been, you know, I think de- arguably their best bowler throughout the course of the tournament. Um, he really is a, a three-format, all-round, you know, world-beating cricketer as well. I, I just love watching him play. 
um, electric in the field as well. Can, he really is that kind of triple threat uh, player from a yeah, basketball analogy, I guess. You see the little interplay with David Warner in the last the last game with the, the swinging whatever that is that he does. It's fantastic. I, anyone who takes the piss out of Warner is uh, <laughs> well, he's Warner good was actually taking the piss out of, of Jadasia, but. He's still actually, very good. He's I, he's growing on me, David Warner. On the down low, he's had a not a bad tournament for for Delhi Capitals, given yes, how, yes. given how awful they were throughout the course of the the tournament. And yeah, look, maybe we'll save it for the Ashes preview. But I'm really interested to see what you think this IPL season's done for him um, in terms of his chances of, of uh, you know not nicking off to Stuart Broad. Every I was going well, to say, I'm Stuart sure Stuart Broad has a bowl around the wicket to him. Yeah, we're going to be IPL pretty excited <laughs> when that happens. Uh, you have to find his strike rate because I think it was actually ended up all right towards the end of the season. It, there, so. it, it actually did. Gujarat. Gujarat. Um, yeah, just mentioning your, you know, talking about your batsmen and, you know, talking about both sides of the, the cricket ball, their bowlers have been exceptional. Uh, Mohamed Shami, probably the pick of the tournament for me, purely for the fact that he took wickets early, he, he slowed runs down, and he actually allowed Rashid Khan to be an aggressive bowler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they weren't able to just block out his 24 balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they had to try and score off him, and he, he really came to the party as well. That was the real key for Gujarat, really, isn't it? Because a lot of sides, we see it in the big bash a lot, is that teams will sit on Rashid Khan and will be happy for him to Daniel Vittoria's way to, like, one for 30 off his four overs or something like Good that. Good Vittoria reference. I like um, <laughs> and then, and then go, after, go after the other four bowlers, right? But because... Shami has been so good and his you know economy has been what I think 7.7 something like that over the course of the tournament I know I've got it here by yeah. the way. No, it's <laughs> not, I'm not just making that shit up off the top of my head um, he's, I mean he's been so economical that they had, the batters have had to attack Rashid Khan and it's given Gujarat the, and Hardik Pandya the, the leeway and the freedom to be able to bowl him where they want to not where it's been dictated by the batting side so I mean their, their tactics have been excellent well, so I think he's he's had to carry that seam attack as well because if you look through it, it's not recognised names. The rest of the, mm-hmm. the seamers, I mean, Hardik's obviously there, but you know, the rest of them, it's more seen. It's um, you know, various other people, Dayal. You know, he hasn't had the three or four seamers that you might have. He hasn't had kind of the big international seamer to to back up with. So yeah, that those spin stocks have obviously taken a lot of the credit. But I think you're right to point out Xiaomi. Yeah, and, and really nice, I, I think, as well, to see Noor Ahmed as well. Um, yeah, awesome. second half of the tournament. And, yeah, I think we said at the start of the, the tournament, didn't we? It was good that he'd got his uh, countrymen, fellow countrymen in the side. They bowl really well in tandem, 24 and, and 13 wickets apiece. So, um, yeah, whilst they're probably, I'd say, Shubman Gill might need a bit of help with the batting um, in terms of probably bigger contributions, um, they look pretty well well placed, but I, I guess we'll come on to that in, in predictions, won't we? I don't know that he does need a lot of help if mm. he's going to bat like this. I mean, honestly, a couple of hundreds in this season again. If you look at his social media posts lately, he's got his shirt off, showing off his six-pack. I mean, he like it is it is really the Shubman Gill time at the moment. I mean, we've been talking about him for a while as a, you know, obviously awesome up-and-coming player. It's happening now. It's been happening for a little while, and I mean, to to get two hundreds in an IPL, there are not many other players around the world that have done it. Then, and the, all the ones that have are, are big, big names. And he had an incredible lead into the IPL season with the international seasons that he had, or season he had before coming into the IPL. But yeah, you're right. Scoring, he he has literally been that you know that figure that they could bat around mm. at the top of that um, GT innings, and he's just been so consistent. Uh, is, is that almost a problem in that if something goes wrong in these two games that they might struggle a little bit 
Yeah, look, I think it's similar to the CSK story with the, the way that Conway and, and uh, uh, Geikwood have gone at the top of the order. I think that that is a, is a worry for them. Uh, Saha, I think, has continued to open the bay. He's, you know, he's, he's looked pretty good actually yeah. um, not probably done his international chances no mm-hmm. no harm throughout the course of this uh, this tournament um, but yeah I think that's always going to be a worry going into a couple of games where mm-hmm. it, it is really um, you know every game is that pot- potential banana skin um, so yeah look whilst that you know whilst they're going to get that that opportunity and, and two bites of the cherry we'll yeah we'll see how that uh, yeah that transpires throughout the course of the next three or four days won't we I, I don't feel that like uncomfortable about them having to go to their middle order because their middle order's got match winners in it. You know, mm. it's got David Miller, it's got Tuatia, it's got Pandya in it. Like if that's your four, five, six, then they're in a really good position. Yeah. You know, they they've got guys that can come off in that middle order and win you a match either by batting for twenty balls or for sixty balls. Any one of those three. So I'm not really concerned about their ability to bat deep into their into their batting lineup. And they've got Rashid Khan who likes hit 10 sixes the other day so you know if, you, if you've got that in, hanging in the, in the shed then you're in, then you're in good shape the the fact you said match winners just triggered the thought in my head the other team we haven't talked about the playoff team is LSG mm-hmm. that is the number one thing that comes to mind when I think of that team I, my I wrote down my uh, Sanchez hot sauce spicy take of the the season is that <laughs> when I mean honestly the the Advertising in this IPL is it's getting almost worse, as good as that. Worse and worse. Disgusting, really. It's uh, it's no Mumbai cements, but player of the week. But uh, we'll see what we can pull out for the rest of the, the season. But the the hot take, I guess, when I still look through that LSG side, and, and like none of us had them in their in our nope. in our playoff sides, but they've made this they've made the playoffs the last two years. They're only two years in existence. They've done really really well. But when you look through that lineup. I still don't think they're very good on paper. Like they, especially now, there's no KL Rahul, there's no Mark Wood. You know, they they have match winners, and I think maybe that kind of contradicts everything else I've just said. But they don't have, they don't look like they have a balanced side at all. It comes down to uh, Marcus Stoy is one of Marcus Stoyness and Nicholas Puran. It maybe Quinton Decock comes off going to go bananas. Yeah. Or Kyle Mayers, even he's been reasonably good in so this tournament. So you've named you've named four guys who've had a pretty good tournament there. I guess so, but I don't think they've had good, consistent well, tournaments. They're not in the top ten for the impact. Yeah, well, they, they, they've they're had, not in the top. One of them has like goes off and they win the game. And I yeah, like I said, I'm I'm very conflicted about them because I see the match winners and the match winning potential. The Stoyness, I mean Stoyness is innings the other day in that in those ga- in the Mumbai game, I think it was, wasn't it? When he just ninety not out, yeah, yeah, it, like. And that, you know, this is the game we're going to get to in the Eliminator. That was an amazing innings. But then, you know, then you get failures all, all the way through it. And I, sp- I suppose that is this, the, the way that a T20 tournament goes. Oh, yeah, well, I'll just pick up on that. Because, like, Stoinis's last five bats have been naught, 89 not out, 40, 4, and 6. Yeah. Like, it, it's rocks and diamonds. Absolute rocks and diamonds. And I feel like that's been the case for a lot of their players throughout the tournament, Puran included. Like, but they have enough players that one of them kind of... It's a bit like the off. English cricket team that won all those white ball games. They, like, you felt like they had enough firepower in their top six that one of them always came off and got an 80 or 100, and that's how they won the yeah. majority of their games. Maybe I'm selling that English this, side a bit short. They were a good side. But. That was Gloucestershire, I think you're talking about. Yeah, back you, in the, you, in the you're 90s. Talk, you're talking them about them in the past tense too, but uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I think they still keep winning. They may, they may hold a few trophies. Yeah, look, I, I think that the, the key thing really is, yeah... 
Stoinis comes in 20th on the on the runs list, but then you've got Myers straight after him, you've got Poran straight after him, um, and, and then you've got a couple of other guys not you know not too much further down that list. And let's not forget they left out Quinton de Kock for a, a pretty decent period of the tournament right at the start. Um, almost a little bit, I don't know whether it's analysis or whether it's luck or whether it's, you know, a bit of stealth, but there's a bit of money ball about the way that they've gone about it. They've picked, mm. you know, they've picked their matchups. They've stuck with uh, Mayers at the top of the order pretty much throughout the, the tournament. Um, I, I, there's not many people who hit a cricket ball cleaner than him. It, he, he's really good to watch when he, yeah, when he, when he gets going. So you know that they're at the at the races. I like how you've whispered that as if it's a secret. That I, mean, I should. <laughs> it was really nicely delivered. What, what did I whisper? Carl Mayers hit. He hits a pretty good cricket ball, guys. Like, <laughs> don't, don't let anyone else know. Oh, my children are in bed. Just oh right. Okay, so yeah, I'm just sure. trying to keep keep the voice down a little bit so that I don't get shouted at later okay, on. Cool. But you guys do for having loud voices. Okay, cool. I, that's fine. No problem. There's a few more things that I want to say, I guess, about the the game that they're about to play. But do we have anything else on like other other teams that we have? touched on on we, a wider tournament we, we've got to talk a little bit more about Mumbai Indians I think oh, they, yes. they've they've gone um you know despite having the song and you know definitely the you know cement moment of the tournament and all that kind of stuff and um, they you know they have sort of been a team that we've talked about a hell of a lot through preview shows they've always just been in touch haven't they and then they've they've timed that sort of run and mm-hmm. as Raj would describe that uh, Mumbai momentum really really well into the final stages of the of the tournament um only really uh sky in the top 10 batters as well um i mean he's got some pretty good stats striking at 185 across the tournament which is raj reddy-esque isn't it really well he, he did a good job as if it was going to be a low strike rate he got out very early yeah you know, got Sorry, you know the ones where he scored big runs he just waste, quickly yeah. waste the balls um, and then, you know, Chawla, who I think, you know, potentially could have been forgotten about, um, has had a really, really good, uh, really, really good tournament. It's been the key to their bowling attack yeah. in many, many of those games. Uh, and then it, it, a little bit of mixed, I think, but I've actually been impressed with Jason Berendorf as well. Mm. Um, you, probably not, you know, not high up on the list of Australian seamers when you, when you look at the stocks that you've got, but... He's come in and done a really, really important job with that, you know, with that angle because that, you know, they, they they had Trent Bolt didn't they as a left arm option a couple of seasons ago. Mm. Um, they were, you know, pretty successful. I think with Mitchell McLennigan offering that option, so that they've always had that kind of player in there, and, and mm. he's fulfilled that role I think quite well over the course of the last three or four weeks of the tournament for sure. He's had a pretty good tournament, Jason Berendorf. Not a not a household name no. as far as Australian seam options are concerned, but. Um, every time he's played for Australia, he's done a reasonable job. Like he's very workmanlike. He comes in and gives you a workmanlike type performance. But I mean, you know, you've got to give him a lot of credit here. He's had a really good IPL. And Cameron Green. So I'm just, I don't know the answer to this. He's he's around for the final part of the tournament. He's not going to fly for this World Test Hampton great squad. Question. I don't actually know. I assume that he'll hang around. I, he's on so much money that you'd think he'd, that you'd think he'd have to, but... Um, I shall come back to podcast listeners next podcast on it because I don't have any Cameron Green travel news. Yeah, well, they'll probably know by the time that we're recording the next podcast. So, but look, regardless, I mean, we should talk about his innings. I mean, that that was pretty special from from him to to get that hundred. I, there was obviously a few nerves there at the end when he was you know trying to get that hundred. They were really working to make sure that he got it. They were in the luxurious position of being able to kind of manufacture someone's individual score when you're chasing 200 because they were so far ahead of the game. But 
yeah, I mean, those long levers, Australia's golden boy, he's, he's become Mumbai's golden boy now, eh? The, the innings where he's really got, got a, gotten away in this tournament, he has looked spectacular. Yeah. Enough so that I've said that he's a better version of Mitchell Marsh, which Mitchell Marsh stood up and told me was not correct. But he has looked really good with the bat, and he's bowled well as well. Mm. Uh, what, what do you think of his uh, prospects, Baldy, in these last two games? In the last two games? I'm assuming they're going to win one and get to the final. Mm. I. He's become such an important player for uh, for Mumbai so quickly, so early on in his career. Yes, he's commanding big money at the moment, but I think he's been almost bought on potential in, in a lot of sense. Like they're buying him for year two and year three, mm. but he's given them some real quality this year, Cameron Green. And I think even if he went naught naught in the two in the two final games, he's had a really really good first year in the IPL. But now. All of a sudden, Mumbai have made the playoffs. They're playing against LSG. I think it's a game that Mumbai will fancy themselves to win and get themselves to the final. So I think there's a little bit more pressure now on Cameron Green, and I think he's going to have to score runs for them to be a, to for them to be a force. It's a follow-up question. So Cameron Green, they've kind of you know softly, softly approached him into the uh, national side. Mm-hmm. In the IPL, they've almost done the opposite. They've mm-hmm. put him at number three, given him some responsibility. What do you think that's going to mean for his international career? Oh, it's huge for his growth. It's massive for the growth of his game. And he's learned to have to deal with both the highs of, you know, getting big scores. You know, he went for a, a period there where he got 60, 60, 30, 40. So he was getting consistent scores. But also prior to that 100, you know, he had six, two not, three not, four not. So he had some some low scores there. And yeah, obviously, there's some not outs involved. But yeah, but one of them's a, one of them's the failure to win. Him and Tim David are standing mm, there at the, yeah. the final over, trying to win that game against LSG, and didn't come through. And didn't come through. So, yeah. so you know, look, there's like you say, there's huge, huge growth in his in his batting, and he's gone from a guy that I think two years ago a lot of people went, "Oh, this guy's a good bowler. Let's see what his batting can do." Now it's you know a lot of people are looking at this going, "Well, batting is is probably his strongest suit." And that if he can give you some overs, particularly in the IPL, if he can give you a couple of overs, then he's done his job. Yeah, I, I just I'm worried about him from an Ashes perspective, and I think um, you know I know we'll talk about this in the lead up, but the fact that you've got David Warner has come into some form in this tournament, I think it just shows that the IPL now can set you up for that Northern Hemisphere summer in terms of form better than going and playing. Mm. You know, for example, you've got a few guys in county cricket. I think that you know they're going to be playing on pitches like Roll Snot against you know less than great opposition mm. and I, I just think that these guys are going to come into the summer and the world test championship as well um at the oval which should be on a pretty good wicket i think in two weeks time um set them up really really well for that um i, I guess unless he's got the heartbreak of a couple of failures in in two games towards well, the end of, you, you end can, of this you uh, can, end of you this can live in you can live in hope adam i mean obviously the conditions are going to be massively different between white ball in the ipl and red ball in in the english summer but the momentum Raj and also just that that confidence of feeling the bat on the ball in the IPL I think does wonders for a player's mental state feeling the bat on the ball and being able to hit the ball with freedom not wherever you want but being able to you know express yourself in the IPL does wonders for your for your mental confidence and I think that's something that Australia will will hopefully take forward into that into that long series of test matches in the English summer just um just to finish up on 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 Mumbai uh, you mentioned Chola earlier uh, he got you pretty excited. He did. He did. He's been great. I think I mentioned him, you know, a few few episodes ago, and said I I couldn't quite realise that he wasn't forty five years old. But uh, yeah, he's been great. Like I said, he's he's just he's sort of become 
he's sort of rolled back the years, right? It, it felt like he hadn't really featured in the IPL for a little while. I don't actually have any of those stats on me, but it felt like he was a bit part player, and now he's the leader of that attack in, the, in an attack that you look at that attack on paper and it's not very good in terms of the the experience and stuff that they have and the, the genuine match winners in terms of the bowling attack. They've piled all those into their batting lineup. But, uh, yeah, I, I think he's been fantastic. And, um, I mean, he's going to be pretty crucial, I think, again, on uh, in, in the game against LSG and, and Lucknow when, uh, where it's a spinning wicket. So, so those two teams will play off... And that's an eliminator, that first that yeah. first playoff game. So the winner of that plays the loser of the CSK Gujarat game. Is that the is Yeah, that the so, so let, let's come CSK's on. CSK's first. Okay. Yeah, let, two, let, let's I, come can on. Can I just throw in two tiny things before we do more? Predictions, yeah. No, before we go into those if this analysis. this is about Rickerson, you can this stop is, right now. No, it isn't. It's, I'm uh, looking forward to this. It's it, betting it's, statistics. It's some research that I've done that I don't want to go to waste. I have, you know, <laughs> spent some time. So I do want to actually put it into action so that it doesn't just sit on this piece of paper. But... It really just backs up the all the talk that we had last week about the IPL hundreds, and we're saying that it seems so much easier, all of that kind of stuff. So, this is comfortably now the the number one season for uh, IPL hundreds. There has been eleven, uh, with Virat and Shubman Shubman Gill having two each, and seven others have uh, one each with Harry Brook, Venkateshaya, Yashvi Jaiswal, Sky, Prabhasaman Singh. Heinrich Klassen, who I think is probably the only shining light of Sunrise's Sunrises, season. Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that innings he's that he scored the other day. Yeah. I mean, he's he's raised his stock immensely. And then Cameron Green the other day. And yeah, I mean, and not to forget the 98 that should be 100 as well. Well, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There's been a few 90s that I think probably are worthy of, of 100. So yeah, it's it certainly has. And last year followed the same trend, 800s. Joss Butler got four of them. Yeah. And uh, and you ha- then you have to go back to 2017 where there were seven hundreds and and Virat got four of them in in, uh, in his amazing season in that year. But apart from that, it's usually you know three, four, two. So yeah, it's it's very very clear that uh, this year is is the year of the hundred. Awesome. Let's come on to the bit of the podcast where anybody with a TAB or Paddy Power account um, can actually make some serious coin here by going uh, going opposites. Opposites, what we say. Um, yeah. So we, we were just alluding to it. We've got CSK and Gujarat played uh, today, actually. Um, so that's the called qualifier one. Um, so they obviously get a second, but well, the loser gets a second bite of the cherry. The the winner of that game progresses into they're calling it the final rather than the dominator or the eliminator or the pizzanator so that's good Original. Um, tomorrow we've got LSG um, against the Mumbai Indians so um, I guess in terms of when this podcast comes out we'll probably be leading into to that game you'll, no, you'll know the result of CSK versus GT it won't stop us giving some predictions on it um, and then on Saturday we've got the loser of uh, today's game CSK and Gujarat versus the winner um, of the eliminator, um, if that makes sense, um, for a route into yeah a route into the final, which is on which is on Monday. So it is predictions time. Um, so let's not go through all the various permutations, but I do want to know who we think is going to make the make the final and and who we think is going to win the final. And um, yeah, it's going to be our last chance to do that because we'll record after the final, won't we? So uh, we'll know whether or not we were we were right this time this time next week we're going to go in reverse alphabetical order uh, this week um, on first name so I'm going to come to uh, I'm going to come to Raj first so no, it's, it's not reverse oh no <laughs> sorry okay, let's go with you know, you're telling the story it's a hard part of the alphabet yeah, yeah. yeah. and they're close together R yeah, and S yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and 98's <laughs> worth 100. So let's not go into that too much, shall we? So, Stu, thoughts Stu. on Stu. Well, I, I think it's been quite clear that you know, predicting with my head has failed me miserably this this season, looking at the Sunrisers' lineup, looking at Rajasthan's lineup. So I'm just going to go completely with the heart now, and, and I'm all all on the New Zealand train with uh, with CSK. It's, uh, I mean, like I said, I actually do think that they've got an incredibly balanced side. They've got you know all of, all of the players that you kind of want. They've got all the bases ticked in terms of what kind of surface we might get, if it's spin, if it's seam, all of these different things. They've got batters that can. They've got an awesome opening partnership. They've got MS Dhoni to come in and hit sixes when they need, yeah. and him to actually control the game, which you know we we've talked about many many times. We're not the only ones who have praised his leadership and his kind of tactical nous before. So yeah, look, I'm I'm just excited. Hopefully this time next week to be. Looking at pictures of uh, you know Emmy Stoney and uh, Devin Conway just embracing, and then you know kind of just both peering off to, to Stephen Fleming in the corner, uh, catching his eye and smiling as well. So. What whilst eating a marmite or a sandwich. I'm not the only. The main thing I'm concerned about is when Emmy Stoney's massive arms hug Devin Conway because oh, we've seen injuries. that some of his injuries. bones are a little bit brittle. Mm. Yeah. In terms mm. of uh, what's I, your bracket look like? Though? Yeah, you think CSK go through? I think straight CS- from the game. Yeah. I think CSK oh, win and they go through and then they uh, they actually go on and win the final. Yeah. I the the stats kind of don't back that up in terms of when you look at CSK's last three games against Gujarat. Gujarat's won all those three games. The other, you know, the other side I would back to go through is Mumbai. I think, you know, again, picking with my heart, go, go Bondi. Uh, and just looking at that, you know, same kind of thing. It's the exact same reverse. It's LSG have won the last three games. You look back to the round robin game, which was only five or six games ago. LSG won that game by five runs. Very, very tight fixture. They're going to be playing at home with their spin attack. They get, they've got Bishnoi, who's doing very yeah. well. Pandya, you know, I, I do, you know, things that. The LSG things that they have done, they, they're going to be in a position to do very, very well again. But it, when I look at knockout games, it's about special performances and, and that Mumbai batting lineup. I mean, there's there's so many special players in that team and, and I want them to go through and win. Awesome. Raj? I'm thinking along the same lines, similar lines. So I think that um, Gujarat will win the... What's it called? The qualifier one. Yeah. Uh, so they'll go straight through to the final, and I, then I think CSK will will make it through to the final as well, win their way through, and they will win the final with a Conway eighty-eight um, at the top of the order. Pleasant, Michael. Well, it's hard to not be on the Mumbai train. I mean, I was on the Mumbai train at the start of the season. I may have got off for a station or two, but I, I've, I may as well get back on it now, right? I mean, I've got no, I've got nothing else to. You, you had them as winner Choo-choo. at the start. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So I may as I may as well stay on that train. Yeah. Um, I look, Miami have come from nowhere, and they look like they're going to make the basketball NBA finals uh, from eighth. So why, why and they start with an M and an I and they, as well? They, exactly. Wow. There you go. So it's who's, Mumbai. Who's the, who's Mumbai the Jimmy, who's the Jimmy Butler of uh, of Miami? Surya Kumiyata. I like it. I like it. There you go. Boom. One by to win. And who do they beat in the final? Uh, I think they'll be Gujarat. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I think it's hard to see CSK losing two games on the bounce to get eliminated from here. But I think Gujarat are a good side, and Miami have got um, <laughs> Miami a lot of a lot going for them. And they probably are the Miami Indians as well, aren't they? They've got another franchise over in the, in the US. I don't know what they are. I'm sure that they are taking over the world. So yeah. No, no harm in just M- throwing Mumbai and Gujarat. Another city out there. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Uh, look, look. I'm, I'm not. I'm going to make it slightly, slightly different. I'll probably lean more towards this end of the table than this end of yeah, the table. Enough. 
Um, so I, I think I've got CSK to win uh, to win their game um, tonight. I've got Mumbai to win tomorrow, and then I've got Gujarat to beat Mumbai in the Pizzanata. And then yeah, for the final, um, I have got uh, got CSK to win against uh, Gujarat CSK. In, the, in the final. Three CSKs yeah. a game. Yeah, load so, up on Gujarat. So uh, no one has picked so, Gujarat. Gujarat. It seems, it seems like a big error that yeah, none of us have picked Gujarat, and that they've I been mean, so consistent I, all year. I'm doing it purely on the on the Mumbai thing, but I mean, it's hard to see them not being in the final. Yeah. So you reckon it'll be one of the four that are there? The one that are here yeah. in this? Definitely I think it's win. probably not going to be anyone outside. And we've those all four. underestimated Ali Stu again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they get knocked out immediately. Yeah. Well, and look, and that's as good a place to leave the podcast as, as any, isn't it? Um, I think if you're a betting person, get your money on LSG. Before um, we leave the podcast, people have got to watching on YouTube have got to have noticed that we're we're in a new studio today, and, and you've got some paraphernalia on there, some little trophies. Are you, are you not going to run us through? I, I kind of thought they might be out the front here, telling us, no, you know, what, what you've won. Are they I, or are they children's trophies? Um, I, I was going to say that they're chil- they're children's trophies, <laughs> but no, no, there's a there's a mixture in there. I have had to borrow one just to sort of make a bit of symmetry on there um, from. Uh, from the last couple of seasons but yeah this that's a little bit of a cricketing paraphernalia we've got a few books here uh yeah the, the yeah led sort of, lighting uh, is key, a, a bit of led lighting but um yeah look, let's come back to lsg um is where your money should be on paddy power or bet 365 or the tab um but it is going to be a really exciting week as we say uh, today is that first game tomorrow lsg mumbai indians saturday is the um, I guess the playoff and then Monday New Zealand time is the, the final. Um, but for now, it is good night and good bless from us all here uh, in Auckland on the Top Order podcast. Uh, we hope we've got the predictions right and we'll see you next week to find out whether we have. Good night. <laughs>